Have you ever found yourself struggling to stay on top of things, running out of time, or feeling overwhelmed? You aren't alone. Welcome to the Implementation Experiment. This podcast will save you time, energy, and money by focusing on helping you master foundational principles for having your life work well. Implementation is key to getting consistent, predictable results. You are what you consistently do. The biggest gap in our society today is the lack of consistent implementation. But we do this with a twist. We focus on who you are being in conjunction with what you are doing. And we share principles that support you not only to succeed, but to have a competitive edge. Hi, I'm Christiana, and I'm here with your co-host, Anita Berger. We're here to help you tie what you learn to what you do. So let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. I'm Anita. And I'm Christiana. Oh, thank you everyone for joining us for our uh final podcast uh, series of 2020. Uh, this December, we are going to be talking about um, all the great things that have happened. 2020, a celebration. I love that. I mean, there is so much out there right now. We talk about over and over, everything's a viewpoint, right? We've, we've talked about that. We've talked about finding the good. And there's so much stuff out there on social media about how horrible it is, everything that's going wrong. Well, remember, you get what you look for. So I love when Anita came up with this idea, 2020 a celebration. So we're going to break it into three parts this, this month. First is celebrating what have you created in 2020? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It doesn't always have to be a physical thing. It could be an experience. It could be a new idea. It doesn't matter. And if you find maybe there wasn't something that you created, cool. What can you create in 2021? Or what can you create before the end of the year? It's totally up to you. It's all a game anyway. Exactly. And then, and then we're going to dive into, I'm just going to give them an outline really quick. Then we're going to dive into celebrating what we learned in 2020. What were these amazing big takeaways that we had? What did we do? How did we use 2020 to learn something? And then the third one that we're going to do, because we're only going to do three episodes this month, is how have we adapted? Well, how can we celebrate? How did we adapt this year? So yeah. we are far more capable than we ever give ourselves credit for. So let's dive into to truly celebrating what we created. So Anita, <clears throat> the big, most important thing that we created was this podcast. I know it's, it's so hard to believe. Uh, I was, I will out myself. I've been adding time for probably almost <laughs> a year after you proposed the idea. I was like, I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to learn how to do podcasts. I don't, I had all these like barriers that I just put up and I wasn't willing to uh, navigate. And then we finally, uh, we finally got this brain here to a point where it was willing to accept, the, accept it. And it has just been so much fun. We've met so many new people. We've shared so much and getting uh, so much uh, amazing feedback on our Facebook page and our uh, Instagram page, the implementation experiment. It's been extraordinary. And I keep saying to myself, why did I add so much time? <laughs> Which is perfect because also I feel like what was beautiful and what came out of this, and we're only going to limit, we're not going to give you our huge long list of everything that we've created this year. But what I love is that this podcast has held up a magnifying glass for me to go even deeper, to take even more accountability, even more self-responsibility to look at things. Because when you're teaching it, well, I don't want to be incongruent. So I definitely want to be living it and we're human. So we're like playing in and out of it. So to really be able to gift people this experience and to gift them 
uh, our accountability relationship. Like they've been able to witness that throughout mm-hmm. this year, which has been so fun. So you know what I deal with regularly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and likewise, you know, and will point out things that I'm dealing with that I just can't see. And it's been such an amazing uh, relationship to share. And as we uh, discuss different topics each week, uh, you're right, It to keep congruent, there's a practice that needs to happen. And it's not not saying that we're not flawed, like flawed, and, and sometimes you practice, sometimes we're not. But the biggest value for me is that as we discuss this, uh, it reminds me, it reminds me to stop adding times. It, it reminds me to, you know, look for the positive, look at other people's viewpoints. It's just constantly reminding me. And when mm-hmm. someone messages us and says, oh, hey, I listened to this podcast, you know, this episode, and this is what I learned, it reminds me again. So there's more and more implementation every time we touch on the topics. And I have to give out a special shout out to Mariah Bennett. I know you're listening. She gave us the most incredible testimonial I think I've received ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you, did you see that? Oh my I God. Did, it was yeah. incredible. So thank you, Mariah. We love you. And uh, so that was just really, really, really beautiful. And again, for all of you that are championing our our podcast, thank you. We really value and appreciate you. And without you, this wouldn't be possible. So we love you very much. So what's something else that you've created, Anita? Oh my gosh. So this just happened um, this past weekend. Uh, The reason there was not a podcast uh, the first week of December is because of this little little fun event. What I created is uh, I created a really fun and exciting and positive way to find out I had an imbalance in my stomach. Let let me explain. Uh, Apparently, I have some acid reflux that's causing some issues in my esophagus. I had no idea until Saturday night uh, when I was making dinner. I tested a piece of freshly roasted chicken. You know, the chickens I raised on my farm with such love and, and joy and, and then put them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was tasting it and a piece of chicken got lodged in my throat. I was not choking. I could breathe, but nothing could go down into my stomach. So I had to go to the hospital and Saturday night, the emergency room in any area is probably pretty busy. The, the hospital I went to was, and I got to spend almost 18 hours at the hospital uh, dealing with this because it wasn't an emergency situation. So the doctor <laughs> didn't, didn't want to come in on a Saturday night. I don't blame him at all. And I was able to, uh, I sat, I was in the emergency room, uh, kind of in the main area for a while, listening to everybody's stories and going, wow, I'm so blessed. Because one, I just had a piece of chicken lodged in my throat. I, you know, as having, didn't have high blood pressure or bronchial issues or heart issues. Like there was nothing that majorly wrong, except nothing could go into my stomach. But uh, I was able to just really count my blessings. But as um, time went on, the uh, the situation in my throat got way worse, and I started getting like cramping, and and it was wasn't the prettiest, but. I was able to just learn how to like really center myself and breathe through it and gain control and just, okay, okay, body, if this was, this is what you need to go through to show me something else is in balance. Okay, we'll do it. I'm okay with that. And the most amazing thing, one, I figured out what was wrong uh, before it got to a point where 
I can't handle it. But the other thing that was so spectacular and amazing is I stayed positive, upbeat, appreciative the whole entire time. I heard nurses talking about me saying, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that you can hear her like, you know, um, you know, her throat spasming and, and unfortunately, you know, if you're, if you have a weak stomach, I'm sorry, I was gagging most of the night. Uh, they're like, if you didn't hear her gagging, you'd never know there was anything wrong with her. She's the most positive, upbeat person we have in here. And everyone I talked to, like, they just, they would be smiling and, and joyous. And they're like, you'd never know you were sick. And I'm like, well, I'm not sick. I just got a piece of chicken lodged in my throat. <laughs> it was I just extraordinary. Point, and I want to point out that, you know, you created this experience. You applied everything that we were learning, right? You could mm -hmm. have freaked out, which would have made it worse, yep. right? But okay, you weren't, you weren't in danger of dying because you could breathe. So it gave you the opportunity to reflect and to choose right back to the choice. Yep. Oh, I can see this as a positive. I can see this as a negative. Oh, what could happen? What would be? And you, you actually crafted and created an outcome where you got to find out what was going on and you got to, you got to be a light, a ray of light in some place where people have operated in fear, people are in panic. And, and what's so powerful is when you live this information from a place of being versus doing, right? When you have that, you automatically lift every other person up around you. Yeah. And you created that. And I'm just so incredibly, and it was so funny when I got a text from her, cause it was like, I got a text saying, I created something really funny and it required a bit of surgery. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So I like could not wait. And she made me wait until she told me I was like <laughs> on the edge of my seat. But I love that we have this way of you can craft, you can create. So you can create something physical or you can create a viewpoint or you can create life as a game. All of those things are possible. And I think for me, what I did and again, I'm going to, I'm going to tap it back to you, but first I created a game of creating 10 minute magic as an ebook. So mm -hmm. that way everybody could apply 10 minute magic because I shared it with my accountability partner and she's I mean, amazing. Doing, who's amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> and what's so fascinating about it is that she encouraged me to, I had been adding time for years and she encouraged me to get the book done. And so I did just for her is she was lighting a fire. And what's beautiful is we were able to give that to you guys as our, as our listeners to be able to give you access to that. And you created a whole thing from that. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people, um, I'm, I work with, uh, so I have some groups I work with on a, a monthly basis. Some I, I connect with, a you know, individuals on a weekly basis, whatever works best for them. But one of the first things I, I teach and I share is the idea of the easiest way to stop adding time is to apply the concepts of 10 minute magic. And it has been life-changing for me, for other people. And it, it is simply like a, the synergistic relationship that uh, you and I create in inspiring each other and working together. So it was so fantastic when I then had a ebook to, to connect people with. Because you can mm -hmm. talk about 10-Minute Magic. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it and download the book. Like, Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just, I just want to interrupt for a second because it's something that 
have you ever created something and you take it for granted that it's just common sense that you have it and you forget what a nugget of gold it is. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until you reflected back what an incredible nugget of gold. Now I know I've had it, I've used it, but I didn't share it as openly. And the fact that you've taken it and made it a staple, I'm like, Hey, what about me? I better do it in my own business because it took you doing that and sharing all the successes for me to get re-inspired and reinvigorated, pardon me, reinvigorated about something that I've been living for several years. Yes, absolutely. And the, the girls that I'm working with that are applying it, it is becoming habit. And when they credit me, I said, well, actually it's Christiana, but if you are making it your own, it is now yours. You share it. Yeah. Everything, make it your own. Yeah. Um, Speaking of making our own, you and I have been big and I am big into like writing out my goals every month and, and, you know, making sure that I'm kept on track, but the systems I've used over the years were not working well, they were working. Okay. But I wanted them to work like awesome. So this past year, I, it took me almost six months to go from the goal setting, uh, forms that I had to creating a, a monthly intentional action plan. So I have a whole new goal setting, uh, an intentional, uh, well, it's called an intentional action plan uh, that I use and I share with people I'm working with. And it has been so much more effective in how I'm creating my goals and how I'm having people work towards things. And you've done something similar. I would always run into things where I wouldn't be able to fulfill because the way I'd set it up, I'd set myself up for failure. And you Mm -hmm. saw me do this over and over and over. And we've had many conversations on, well, how could I shift it to make it my own? And when you made it your own and adapted it, what I was able to do is I adapted it from a completely different perspective. I did it from a closing cycles perspective. Mm -hmm. I went back to what we were doing, closing, closing, closing cycles and said, oh, wait a second. This is the thing that's blocking the next thing. And I took it from the lists of, we had the three lists of the must do's and the have to's. I'm not sure if we even talked about that, but if we did, we'll create one about it. But uh, but again, like what are the things that must get done? And what happens is when I had so much to choose from, I'd pick the thing that was the easiest. I wouldn't actually pick the thing that was the most, Mm -hmm. wasn't the necessity. And so I just rewound it and just did it from, okay, what's absolutely must do. It's going to have consequences. And so I, I did it from that perspective. And I tell you, it's been really lovely to be able to have that different thing because I can get very easily excited about multiple ideas and dissipate my energy very quickly, mm-hmm. which Anita has very much helped me to stop doing that. But again, <laughs> I, I felt completely prey to that when we were you know, flipping the house, we flipped our first property. That's another mm-hmm. thing we created, right? So we got, our, we got our offer on it now. So it's so exciting. So it's coming full circle. But when I dove in and re-engineered my time to do that, I did, I took my eyes off my own business for me to get that project done. Cause it was under a deadline. And so coming back, it's, you know, I had to go back through what we've been dealing with and how do you get through the backlog again? And how do you get back into congruence and how do you do that? And so it's been a really beautiful experience. Yeah. And from that experience is where at, during that uh, time frame, that's when you crafted your new uh, monthly goal setting or however, like whatever topic you or phrase you want to give it, that's when that was crafted. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I couldn't, I was like, where do I begin? Yeah. Cause it was too much. So it's, I just started with what has to get done, mm-hmm. what must get done in order to move forward. And I tell you, it's been, it's been such a dream. So I want you guys to be thinking about in your life, what have you created either a situation or something else 
Okay, so go. Anita, you have something really cool that you've created. That's like a huge thing that you haven't even mentioned yet. So what happened this year, I've always, always been interested in uh, natural healing modalities. Um, but if it's just been a hobby kind of thing. And uh, I did a bunch of uh, deep, deep work this year. And I discovered my life purpose, which is to, you know, study plant medicine and go way, way deeper. Um, the eventual where I'm going to land with it, I'm not sure, but I am now like very much hardcore into, you know, self-healing and plants uh, as ways to look after our health before we go to the doctor or in addition to like figuring out that balance between the medical system, which is great, especially when you have a piece of chicken lodged in your throat. hundred <laughs> percent. But not always great when maybe you, you're just overwhelmed and stressed and, you know, don't want to have a, a antidepressant or something in your system. Yeah. So I've, I've, you know, I've just kind of discovered my life purpose. Yes. Which is incredible, which has given you a whole new way of going and, and looking. And I love what you wrote. Cause I think it's hilarious. We're talking, we're doing, well, this is one of the things that I'm doing too, that I created. I took a hobby of mine and I've created, it's now going to become a business stream as well. And so you were writing a mentor saying what I admire most about you is you're amazing. And you helped me discover my life purpose nothing huge, laugh out loud. <laughs> right. So you just wrote this beautiful, this beautiful thing, like, Oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Just my life purpose. You know, that's yeah. all you helped me with. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, uh, shared it with, uh, that, that mentor because it was some of the drills that he had given me as part of a class I'd taken, uh, that really helped lead me down the path of, of figuring it out. And, for many people that are still struggling figuring out their life purpose, you know, like maybe they need to have a, a session with the clarity coach over here or, or, yep. you know, the accountability gal over here, you know, there's always opportunities there, but it has made a huge, huge shift uh, working with him and yeah, discovering my life purpose. So that was a beautiful creation. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like, I really want to, so the book that I created my hobby is a way for people to experience themselves or someone else through multiple viewpoints. So it's a way of, I've taken this book and with everything that we've been doing in this, in this podcast so far, really I've incorporated all those learnings and realizing when I was doing this book, it actually was a way to capture everything that we've been doing. So now I have the language around it and behind it to really be able to, to give it a life of its own. And so now I've got, a, this year I got, I created a system in order to gather all the information and it's so powerful. And I'm really excited because I get to present my book to my mentor in December, who is brilliant at creating businesses. And I'm going to get free advice on how to turn that into a fantastic business. Yes, absolutely. And that's so fantastic. And you know, this past year, there's been a lot of uh, shifting and changing with people in their lives and their businesses. And both of us have had incredible shifts in our own, uh, how we do business and how uh, things are unrolling. And for myself, uh, I mean, I just said, I'm, I'm passionate about natural uh, healing options and such. And I've been very much into um, essential oils for quite a while. Um, and I have a young living business, which has grown over 200% this year. Because wow. I, I decided I was going to, hello, use my great uh, monthly intentional forms to focus on my business. 
you know, wow. and really just work that. And in working that is when I realized there was some gaps that I wanted to fill. Uh, and that's where um, the plant medicines uh, emerged, you know, like to get a full picture. I'm developing a whole new business because my, uh, my essential oil business is doing so much better than it was in January. I'm just so thrilled. I'm like, woohoo, it's doing so much more amazing. But now there's some gaps and I'm filling those gaps and it's lighting me up. And I'm, I mean, I am studying, I'm doing all kinds of things. Like there's no, um, no end to the amount of energy I have to expend on it because I'm loving it so much. And, and that's the beauty of what we're doing here, right? It's like when you're in creation, that is who we are. We are creative beings. And if we're not creating, we're at effect in our life in some mm -hmm. capacity, right? So we talked about cause and effect. So when you're creating, you're hundred percent at cause. And so the more that if, if you're ever in a lull or anything's ever feeling like it's out of, it's out of balance, go create something. Mm -hmm. As soon as you create something, all the energy is going to come back, all your flow, all your creativity, all your power, all your, all of your resources are going to start emerging if you create. So I really want to anchor that message. We could go on and on and on and on talking about our things, but what's really important is you and your ability to create and your ability to use creation as a tool to jumpstart you. If that's not something that you're feeling right now, pick something, go create something, let that part of you that is your natural tendency be inspired so you can go forth and start moving in a way that you're more passionate, you're getting better results, then you're having better relationships. And that's what this whole podcast is about is really being able to tap you into who you're being and what you're doing. And that's the true power of implementation. Yes, absolutely. And we want to hear what you have created in 2020. Look, you can search for the doom and gloom, or you can search for the nuggets. What are these gold nuggets of things that you have, have created this year? I know I have been working. The beginning of the month is usually when I have most of my coaching clients and we have been doing this and there's so many gems out there. So please go to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, uh, the implementation experiment and share what, what nuggets of gold that you've discovered, these amazing things that you have created this year. We would Absolutely. love to hear. Absolutely. And the most important thing is, and I want to give you full behind the curtain. I'm going to reveal the curtain right now. When we first started doing this, we're like, what did we create? And it took us a minute for us to get into flow because we've done so much. So if you have that initial pause, start thinking, well, what was it? Look at each month. What did you create? How did it go? And, but you've got things. I'm sure you have something in there. So yes. please share it with us. And remember, tie what you learn to what you do. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks. Bye.